Every leader has problems. Increasing your leadership intensity won't fix them in a healthy way. You need an increase of clarity. From starting businesses, leading multiple nonprofit organizations, both large and small, and a full family life, Dr. Chris McAllister learned how to shift his thinking to thrive. He will help you order your internal world so you can lead your external world. Welcome to the Site Shift Lead Podcast with Chris McAllister. Okay, so a little midweek episode here. We're in a series right now where we're doing the coaching live and on air. And um, I know that so much of the conversation is leadership and business, and that's such a blast and so much fun to help leaders figure out their internal world. But when we have that conversation, it's not just limited to what they're doing to execute or perform at work. We're getting underneath in a very deep way. And if you've tracked very long, you get that money, finances, health. And one of the things that I wanted to do for this episode was just talk through fear and how it impacts our relationship with our body, our body image and and shame and health choices, fitness, weight loss. So I want to walk through, like we've done in other episodes, fear and how fear blocks up our ability to relate to ourselves and our bodies in a healthy way. So that's the main idea that we're coming back to over and over with Sight Shift. How can we get aware of what blocks up the healthy relationship? And so in this case, the healthy relationship with ourselves and others regarding our health. So I'm going to walk through these fears like a a confession, right? So it's something that I can put words to that you can listen and in a safe way, we have this vulnerable space. Nobody even has to know. And you get to track with me. So fear or confession one, I'm constantly critical of myself, my image, my food choices, and my weight. So as I walk through these confessions or fears, we're going to get underneath them to see how a broken part of our identity causes us to believe this. And so if that is you, if you're constantly critical of yourself, your image, your food choices, your weight, this is based on a lie that that you're defective. So in your identity, you believe that you're bad. There's a tape playing in your head. It's constantly tearing you down. And when you believe that you're defective or corrupt, you relate to your way, you're, you relate to yourself in a way that you want to change and you think shaming yourself will get there. Shaming yourself will not produce a long-term healthy fruit because shaming yourself is still a corrupt root. Um, so again, just diagnosing the problem. I know this is going to feel intense for those of you that want to track through this. Uh, let's keep going. Confession number two, I manipulate others with my appearance to get love. So if in your identity, if you believe you're unlovable, the basis of your health or body image is about how attractive you are or aren't. And so if you feel attractive, uh, you feel like, oh, I can get love or I'm not attractive, so I can't get love. This fosters insecurity. Uh, that will cause you to say, I've got to do whatever it takes, even manipulating people uh, with my appearance, with what I look like, so that I can have something satisfied in me. There's nothing wrong with all that we do to take care of ourselves. Um, Anything, though, outside of healthy expression can become an obsession, and this can be rooted in the fear regarding our identity. Confession three. My image communicates that I'm valuable and have worth. So when your worth is connected to your performance, you're this taskmaster and you believe that um, you've got to put the best foot forward and what you look like lets people know how worthy 
you are or aren't. And so you can be really in a performance trap with your exercise and your food habits, um, the way that you construct what you portray to others. I know for me that I, I think like this, uh, there are days where I'm going out for meetings and I'm dressed for that. Um, sometimes I have long distance coaching meetings all day and there's an office that I'll work at and I'll wear sweatpants. Nobody knows. Right. And inevitably those days you run into somebody and there could be something come out of that. And I'm like, Oh man, I got sweatpants on (laughs) and they probably don't care. Maybe they do. And then we probably shouldn't work together if it's a big deal for them. Um, but I, I get trapped in that, that my image communicates that I'm valuable and have worth. Confession number four, I self-indulge with food. And so again, these are just the fears and these I'm putting words to it in a way. Um, sorry about that. I hit the microphone. That may be helpful with helpful for you. But confession four, I self-indulge with food. When you don't think you have a unique identity in the world, you struggle with self-indulging. And so you, you binge or you're extremely crazy disciplined. Um, and this can even be the manifestations of food disorders. Either way, when you don't believe at the core of who you are, there's a uniqueness to your identity. The binging or self-indulging, um, the food behaviors, anorexia, bulimia, are in um are wrapped up in this internal struggle because you wonder if anybody ever really sees you for who you are. You feel like you're all, they're always looking past you or ignoring you. When you know that you can be seen for who you uniquely are, that you're loved, um, it'll overflow to an energy. You could marshal and direct your energies. Uh, again, I don't want to make this sound easy. I mean, some of you, there's a real struggle there. Uh, I'm not a counselor, so disclaimer, go get counseling. I'm not a doctor. So be really being really clear here. Our work, we deal with people at at just the root level of belief about their identity and walk through with enough people one-on-one in our coaching to know that as I walk through these fears, it can be helpful for them. Uh, Confession five, I'm a master of my health, but I have troubled relationships. Okay, so some people are doing great from an achievement standpoint concerning their health. They know their daily ca- uh, their daily calorie count. They rarely ever exceed it, but they still struggle. Here's what I mean. They could be a champion in their health, but their finances are shot, or they can't get along with one of their kids. And now, this isn't an attempt to, to tear you down in any way, but what happens is you buy into a lie. At some point, you come to believe that you're incompetent. You don't have what it takes. So you specialize in one area of life. So why step into other places where you might lose when you can always go where you win? So you win with health and you can let other parts of your life stay undeveloped. And what you do with this fear is you understand that if you've done it with health, you can do it in other areas. Learn to build a bridge to those other areas with the skill level that you are approaching your health. Confession six. I'm never healthy enough to help me feel peace. If you struggle with your mind always going to worst-case scenarios, you feel like the ground's going to give out from underneath you, then exercise and eating habits are going to feel like a hamster wheel. There's going to be a crippling amount of anxiety, and you believe if you eat the right foods or exercise, and you're never going to get cancer. And so you're looking for a certainty in the world that A plus B equals C, but the reality is things don't work that way. And so as you're suffocating on the inside... And you're trying to find that certainty through external realities, you're going to be disappointed. Confession number seven I use food to escape. 
when this is the fear uh, or this is the manifestation of the fear in your health, what happens is there's there's a pain in, in your identity. There's a lie that says you have to be self-reliant. It's suffocating. Um, you've experienced in some way not being taken care of. And there's a pain of isolation and loneliness, and it's your friend. Uh, you believe that nobody's looking out for you, so food becomes the companion to help you escape. Now, externally, uh, it's true that you have to take care of yourself, but internally, when you can learn that you can relax your way into knowing it's going to be okay, and this is an internal reality in your identity, you don't have to use food to escape. Um, a lot more I could say about it, but I'm gonna keep moving. Number eight confession. Nobody will tell me what to do with my body. So this is that you've made some bad choices. You want to rebel against what's healthy. And so you want to overassert your dependence. You've been betrayed and you don't want anybody too close because they'll hurt you. So you're going to create conflict to keep others at a distance distance. And you're going to bristle at the thought of any advice regarding your health. Because it's like they have some kind of control over you. Uh, So you're going to say, nope, you're not going to tell me. And you may or may not be healthy. It just depends on what's happening on the outside. But the inside way this relaxes is when you understand that um, people that want to help, they're not trying to hurt you. Confession number nine, I ignore my health problems. When you feel that you don't belong anywhere or your presence doesn't matter... Uh, You're overwhelmed with a sense of disconnection, and you feel like if you had the sense of home, your problems would just go away. And so you don't have that sense of home, so you ignore your problems. You do this in other areas of your life too, but you look the other way while you deteriorate physically. So we want to learn who we are and how to experience a secure identity, because when we learn to experience a secure identity... Everything else flows out of that. Um, I feel like I've maybe gone over this a little too quick, but my window for recording this is now over. Uh, So thanks for being here. I hope you find some insight in understanding your fear. Peace. This has been The Sight Shift, lead podcast with Chris McAllister. Thank you for listening.